have tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. Hey, Mitch! Hey, Mitch! Hey, Mitch! Hey, Mitch! Hey, Mitch! Hey, Mitch. 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 See, when we first flew into Bangkok, and it was just a tourist trap. I wanted to go see the things that, like, I saw in, like, National Geographic. Like, the temple where they had the Buddhist monks taking care of the uh, the tigers. Uh, that's when we went to Phuket, and things were were normal. It was more like, it was more country. And people were, I felt like in Bangkok, people wanted to take my money. And so, they did. Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how much bot is. I'm like, here, I don't know. Um... Oh, and then, like, we were walking around drunk, and we're confused, and my friend, he's... I went with my best friend, and he is scared of elephants. He didn't realize that he's scared of elephants, but... So when he's drunk, he's like, no, get away from me, like, because they're so big! <laughs> and uh, even the baby ones are so big that he would scream, and he's like, no, I don't like them, they're, they don't belong in the city. And so, yeah, well, later on, we're walking around drunk, and he wanted to smoke a cigarette, so he's leaning on a wall... And he's talking about, man, I hate elephants. They're so big and scary. And I'm just like, I didn't want to say anything because the wall he was leaning on, it was an elephant. It was an elephant. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I love Thailand. I want to go back. But, I don't know, knowing me. How old are you? Huh? How old are you? I'm 36. 36? Yeah. Okay. It's weird. (laughs) You got to go back and check it out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You're, you're talking about your travels, and you know, I think that's one of the fa- most more fascinating things about you. Uh, there's a lot of things that uh, I have come to be accustomed to when dealing with the Brian Michael. So mm-hmm. I think it was it, the fact that you were you were having a conversation about your travels to the Orient. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I've been all over the Orient, but never been to Europe. That's like my next. That's my next place I want to take. It's your I, next big adventure? Yeah. Well, I just recently came back from South America, but then I didn't really get a chance to enjoy it fully because my ass was exploding. <laughs> I ate. I don't know. I, I like to eat. I like to eat where, where the locals eat, and uh-huh. apparently I found that one place that had a bug. No, I assume that, you know, going to South America like that, you went to, uh, you had to go to get a lot of inoculations and stuff like that? Nope. No. Not in Panama. Not in Panama. Yeah, because it used to be a U.S. Be, territory. Yeah, it was a U.S. territory, and like the water, mm-hmm. they say that you can drink the water there because they still use uh, U.S. like made treatment plants, and they still run in the same like quality as they do in the U.S. And so I went ahead and I drank the tap water, and I it was great. Tastes better than Yuma water, <laughs> but then I don't think that was the cause of it because I went out and I had lunch with this other guy that I was working with, and he was—they just hired him. He's from like uh, Norwegian. He kind of talked like PewDiePie. Okay, he's kind of—he's like kind of funny little voice. I don't know what the hell he was saying, but we ate at the same place. They were having lentils and chicken out in the middle of a dirt road, and it looked so damn good. And it was like roasted chicken. All these like sauces and stuff on it, and yeah, later on that weekend we were destroyed. <laughs> the both of you were just laid out in your your hotel rooms, I assume. I I, I was sweating like a pig on my bed. <laughs> it looked like I pissed myself, but no, it was every pore in my body was just secreting freaking whatever virus I I ingested. Uh, that, it was beautiful. That is scary, but okay, beautiful mm. is a word to the describe it. I I love. I, I, I love black women, like a lot. <laughs> and so, apparently, well, it's a, it's a Caribbean. And so there was this one place they told me like where I had to go work, and they're like, "Hey, hey, I heard you like black girls." I'm like, "Yeah, we got to keep you away from Cologne." He's like, "Where's that? It's the other side of Panama." And it's like all it is is just black people. And so one day, <laughs> they're like, "Hey, guess what? Uh, I guess we're gonna have to go to Cologne." And I'm like. 
cool. All right, let's go. <laughs> I've only heard great things. Yeah. And so they were like, hey, uh, I guess we're here long enough. Because it takes like an hour and a half to drive from the Pacific to the Atlantic. And I was like, that's cool. Because you get to see the Pacific and then you see the Atlantic. So when we went to the Atlantic side where Cologne was, we did what we had to do there. Just taking pictures and all that stuff. And then they were like, hey, we've been here long enough. You might as well have lunch here. I'm like, oh, darn. <laughs> we go. And they were right. There was just like beautiful like Caribbean black people everywhere. And like the girls were just... Oh my gosh, I guess they haven't seen a white dude like me. Well, I'm like half Mexican, so whatever. It's white enough for them. <laughs> and like, they had like beautiful green blue eyes, like stuff that you would like just see in National Geographic. And I just thought, I I would get in so much trouble here. I would make some daddies angry. <laughs> like, yeah. And that's the story of how Brian Michael was not allowed to go back to Panama. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I would wreck every black girl there. <laughs> That's a that's a that's a very interesting story. But I couldn't because I was sick. Yeah, virus. So I mean, okay. So then, uh, where, where else? I mean, have you traveled? I mean, that's I mean, you were your ex military. Do you? Is it? Yeah, it was in the do you call yourself ex military? Do you? I don't. know, What do you say? I, I was a combat photographer. Okay. Okay. My time in the military, and here's the thing: I hate when people say "thank you for your service," and I'm like, dude, I I was a combat photographer, and I worked at a TV station. Don't thank me. I was a dipshit holding the camera. <laughs> but I wore a uniform. I spent most of my time in Korea working for our Armed Forces Network. So I did broadcasting. And then we did radio shows and like TV shows. And then I had a segment on air called The Two-Minute Report. And so I'd sit there and be like, here's your two-minute report for AFA News, blah, 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 blah. Here's what's going on in Korea. So we would do like – it was mostly like propaganda because the North Koreans are watching us. Right. And we're watching them. It was pretty cool. So, since we're there in Korea, it was so much easier to, you know, take a flight to go to Japan or go to China and then go to Thailand where I was talking to your mom about how crazy that country is. <laughs> and now she's like, oh. she's probably <laughs> judging me right now, whatever. But, uh, yeah, so I, I was able to travel the world. I got so immersed in the Asian culture because I'm a dirty weeaboo. Weeaboo? This is supposed to be the Geek Elite channel. I'm expecting weeaboos to be listening. <laughs> and nobody doesn't know what a weeaboo is. It is the uh, definition of those people that really love anime. Ah. To the point where it's cringeworthy. Where they start calling you like, uh, they, by your name with the ending of Chan. <laughs> where it's like, no, don't, I'm, I'm American. Don't call me Brian Chan. Which I dated a girl that was total weeaboo. I embarrassingly watched all the weird anime. So... In high school, I was a bit of that guy. I wanted to go to Asia. I wanted, directly, I want to go to Japan. So either, they sent me to Korea. Close enough. It was just as weird. And that's when I started seeing other Americans who were really into Asian and Japanese culture acting really weird towards them. And so I figured, you know, act like yourself. Don't act like an anime character towards these people. Because that ain't normal shit. So, Yeah. <laughs> it was just weird. After a while, I was embarrassed of Americans that were really into Asian culture. Right. And had yellow fever. Okay. Yeah. And so I thought, I started looking at myself. I was like, am I one of these yellow fever kids? Because, and I dated a couple of Korean girls that would always ask me that. You you not only date Asian girls, do you? It's like, um, well, I'm in Korea. I kind of have no choice. <laughs> but, no, no. I don't have the yellow fever because apparently I I got the jungle fever, <laughs> as we learned from Cologne. It actually it actually started in Korea because I guess when you go to Korea, every dude that shows up and gets stationed there, it's like they instantly start thinking they start getting the yellow fever just looking around because a lot of Asian girls are pretty beautiful, but not all of them look like the ones you see on TV. Well, anyways. <laughs> I've noticed, it took me a while to notice, because I was there for four years, and I noticed for a while that, like, uh, a lot of the black girls were lonely, because they were all being neglected, because they were all, all, all the dudes were like, I want to date a Korean chick, and then I had a, a friend of mine stationed with me, her name was uh, Faith, and she was half Korean, she was a uh, an orphan, and so, she was an orphan, 
born in Seoul. Her uh, adopted parents picked her up, and then she grew up in Idaho. And then she ended up joining the military. Her first duty station, Seoul, her place of birth. Oh, wow. Weird. Yeah, so weird. So uh, people kind of thought we were going to have this. Because we had a pretty good connection, and I was showing her around, and she wanted to find out if she can find her real, real parents. That's a story I'll get to later. But um, one of the Korean soldiers came up to me and said, uh, yes, like, Brian, you've been here for four years. Do you, you must really like Korean girls. And then Faith was next to me. He's like, no offense, Faith. No, no, no offense. I, I think Korean girls are, are gorgeous, but I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of dating Korean chicks. It's like eating ramen noodles for like three months straight. You, you want something hearty. You want some, you want some like chicken and gravy and some, you want some jiggly and just put it in your mouth and go crazy. And so they were like, whoa, whoa. they were getting like a little like, wow, he's getting intense about this. So Faith asked, so what's your flavor of the week? And I end up saying, I like black girls. And it was weird. It was like someone like just put a uh, a, a military memo out. <laughs> and then I would get girls knocking in my office. Hey, 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 Specious Michael? I'm like, yeah, what's up? Hey, can I can I talk to you for a little bit? And then like, and even when I would go out, people were like, I heard you like black girls. I'm like, most definitely I do, ma'am. <laughs> ma'am. Yeah, it, it was weird. It was pretty much like... I love Korea because I was just like, if I wanted to hook up with black chicks, Korea was a place for me. <laughs> if I go to Compton, they just look at me and they're like, who do you think you are? And they just laugh at me. And I'm like, I'm a nobody here. <laughs> but in Korea. Yeah. I did. Last girl I dated, she was black. But, you know. So you go to Korea to get yourself some, some black girls. Mm-hmm. You go to Panama to get yourself some black girls. My uh, brother, he... He called the other day. Okay, this is going to be a racist joke, so everybody brace yourself. Oh, man. So, my brother, he called the other night. Just so you know, I, bitch, do not condone mm-hmm. <laughs> any of this. But if it's funny, I'm going to laugh. No, it's hilarious. <laughs> and you're going to get emails for this. I know it. But anyways, um, my brother, he knows I like black girls. And so, he called me. And I was, like, too busy to deal with him. And I'm like, nah, he's, he's just probably going to bother the fuck out of me. Whatever. And so, I didn't give him a call back until the next day, and I'm like, hey, sorry, dude, I, I was doing stuff, which is a total lie. I just I was ignoring him. <laughs> I was like, no, dude, I had this joke I really had to tell you. And he's like, I understand why, why you like black girls. I'm like, why? Because you never have to meet their daddies. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I think you're so right. Because <laughs> I've never met any of the black girls I've ever dated. i never met their dads. That's, um, well, okay. And I don't think they have either. <laughs> I would have to say that, you know, you might want to spend a little time on a psychiatrist's couch to delve into your own no, father no. issues about that. It makes sense because the type of girls I like, I like girls with daddy issues. Oh. Yeah, I need I need a bigger woman. <laughs> you need that nerve to be exposed? A woman that doesn't need a man out there. That's why I find myself falling in love with lesbians. Oh. Yeah, which is true. I got it. I got it. You got a story about that too? Yeah, I do. <laughs> and she's actually kind of famous. You can look her up. Her name's Ellie Hegney. From, uh, she was the first girl to be booted from the show Tia Tequila. Okay. And she was one of my best friends in the army. Oh. And now she works in Hollywood and she's, man, she's doing pretty good. She actually just recently saw uh, a pre-showing for The Mockingjay. Part two? Like, you, yeah. I was like, you lucky son of a bitch. Like, she gets all these, like, red carpet stuff. Because, like, where she goes to school. I forget where she's going to school at. And plus where she's working. But, yeah, she does, um... I think she's studying for uh, audio design, for uh, audio production, and before she was a combat photographer with me. And when she got out of the army, she ended up uh, doing some projects with MTV, and so she did the show Next, and uh, Want to Date Your Mother, or something like that. Something about dating your mom, which is kind of weird, where it's like... Mm. I don't know, I, I, I think I've... You ever watched those? I stopped watching MTV Yeah, that's when reality ago. TV was still kind of interesting. <laughs> and then, um... Oh yeah, and then she got signed up to do uh, Tia Tequila. But the thing is, she's, like, a really nice person. She's... She's not outrageous, She's not as, like, retarded as I am. Like, I'll get drunk and I'll throw stuff. Like, she'll take a couple sips and then she'll just look around. It's like, I think I'm done. I, I, but, yeah. 
everyone on that show was a flipping maniac. And so I think that's not what they were looking for. And I think that's something Tia Tequila wasn't looking for. He's like, I think she likes drama and her bitches. So she was like, I'm done with you, Ellie. <laughs> You're too normal. Just too normal for this show. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what you know. reality TV show is all about, the extravagant and how much drama you can cause. So, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, in the Army, uh, my, my chasing Amy thing is uh, I had the biggest crush on her. And it didn't catch on. Well, like, we would hang out a lot. And I was thinking these were dates. No, no, we were just two friends. I was friend-zoned, like, right off the start. Friend-zoned in a way that you can never cross because, well, she doesn't like dudes. And we were in the Army, and so the big don't ask, don't tell thing, I would have never known until that one day I figured, like, I would swoop in for the attack. And she's like, no, 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 no. No, 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 I got denied. She's like, all right, I got to tell you, don't tell anybody, I swear to God. And then she said, I'm a lesbian. And in the back of my head, I'm like, yes, I'm a winner. And so at that point, I didn't know what a lesbian meant. (laughs) I figured I'm going to be jumping into threesomes and some bunch of weird stuff. No, no, she's, um, no, she only likes chicks. And I got to the point where we kind of like the same type of girls. Yeah, she. there was this black girl I was looking at, and she was like, we both made our, our target eyes at this one girl at, at a club, but she just went, and she brought her back, and I'm like, oh, you son of a, how do you do that? Like, girls, I don't know, girl, I guess, uh, lesbians have more confidence when it comes to talking to other girls, because they are a girl, and they can go up, and, and I don't know. I got a little jealous. I don't. Uh, I don't try to delve into the mind of of, of lesbians and. I like people to understand. That, I, yeah. Because then I started thinking, I I might be a man trapped in a, no, no, I might be a woman trapped in a man's body who's attracted to men trapped in women's bodies. I don't know. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. I like lesbians. Uh, the way that you described it, I guess. Yeah. I fucking love them. <laughs> Let's see. Let me, let me. I'm gonna show you a picture of her. Okay. This is good radio. It's, yeah, so if everybody wants to know that I'm about to look at a picture of someone, it's... Yeah, Ellie Hagney. Can't, yeah, there you go, Ellie Hagney. You can, you can look it up. I, I've never seen there, Tia Tequila. Yeah, if you look it up, it's her Tia Tequila headshot. Well, there you go. Yeah, and she wears her dog tags. can look that up, too. She's, she's still wearing her army dog tags. In the headshot. And the only thing different for me, because the last time I saw her, we hung out at Vegas. She, she's she got... Man, look at them boobs. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't remember those in the army, but I guess those are new. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> I still love you, Ellie Hackney. Well, there you go. We're still friends. <laughs> Good. Glad to hear that. Yeah. Good old army friends. Uh, one of the things we do on Hey Mitch is the, you know, uh, we ask, because earlier, in an early episode, we were told to, uh, what is a, if you were to have a useless superpower, what would be your useless superpower? And it has to be useless. Hmm. Dang. This is hard, because I have a lot of useless ideas. <laughs> I don't know. Every time I think of useless superpowers, I think about like those Skittle commercials. <laughs> like every t- that, that one guy, and it's a dark commercial. Dude, like, you gotta look it up. It's where the guy, where every time he touches something, it turns into Skittles. Right. I remember the commercial. And the, and the guy goes like, oh, that's so awesome. But he's like, oh, you think? You can never touch my child. <laughs> it does kind of go a little dark. But dude, I would threaten people. It's like, I'll fucking turn you into Skittles and I'll eat you. See, you can't you can't have that power because that would be useful yeah, it in would. your mindset. Sort of. It would be a double-edged sword because, <laughs> well, if I want to go, like, touch black girls. <laughs> well, now you can't because they'll turn into Skittles. God, because I love touching boobs. <laughs> but now if I had the power, I can make boobs taste like Skittles. I don't know. But then you'd never be able to touch him again. I know. See? So, I can't have everything. <laughs> so, you're asking a question that's hard for me to ask. I guess that would be. I mean, because I think you would almost find anything to be useful. But there's always... It's, it's like when you make a deal with the devil. Mm-hmm. There's always something out there. There's get always you. that catch-22. Yeah, there's always something. Like Superman. Like, even... Okay, even though the new movies are kind of stupid. Right. Um, But they make sense. He's depressed because he's so super strong. That's what's happening. Okay. Yeah, you see, like, I don't know what to do because I'm so strong. It's like, dude, I was you. Oh, my God. I'd be tearing it up. <laughs> Literally. I'd be saving every black girl. 
but only the black girls. Only the black girls. Fuck white girls. I don't, don't think, think. I don't think it's this, this his super strength that that he's literally that he's the most impressed by. I think it's the whole being an alien, not knowing where he fits in in the world. Oh, he can't take the responsibility. Exactly. Yeah, there's aliens all over us that take up responsibilities that I can't take care of, like my yard. <laughs> like your yard. Okay. It's not a racist joke. It's an actual thing. Oh well, this is the lives we live, and we don't. You know. These are the lives we live. <laughs> well, the original answer to the the question of the person that asked it, uh, they said, if him and his buddy Brian Cox were ever in the same room together and they high fived, and there was also a plate of regular fries, and they high fived, those fries would turn into curly fries. Hmm. So that's a useless power. I mean, yes, now you have curly fries instead of regular fries, but it's still kind of a useless power. That's really useless. I don't know how that would benefit me. Well, it's not going to benefit you. That's there's the, that's there's the reason. times I feel like I'm lucky. Like maybe I have luck. Like when you, you know, when you get that stray curly fry and your regular fries, but you know they do that on purpose just to make you a little happy. <laughs> they, I think they do. Yeah, they're just kind of even like, the other way around too. When you just get fry, a regular fry, fry and this curly fry, curly fry, and there you go. And then there's, then they're just like. I wonder if that's what they think in Arby's. They're just like, I just made somebody's day happy. And you're like, yeah, one curly fry, even though I don't order curly fries. <laughs> I, you know, it, maybe there is that one good Samaritan that's just like throwing in that extra yeah, curly fry into people's regular fries. I think it's more of a just an accident. Like they went to scoop the curly fries and one fell out and fell into the regular fries. But maybe that's just me. It, that This conversation gets me to the point where it's like humans are retarded. Because like... <laughs> They get so happy to have that one curly fry. Why didn't you order the thing of curly fries in the first place? Because that was extra happiness. But no, it's just like... I, I, I think there's there's many factors to that. They didn't think about it when they were ordering. Mm-hmm. They they don't actually want curly fries. Or they don't want to pay the extra 30 cents. Yeah, I don't know. But you still... It's like... I mean, I think before curly fries became a big thing, it was probably the onion ring. You like you got the one free onion ring. Sonic, they once gave me a tater tot. <laughs> Oh my god, I just went full-blown retard there. Like, tater tot! I got my tater tot! When you could have just ordered tater tots. Yeah, and then I was like, I want to eat tater tots because they make me feel like a dumb child. Even though I am a dumb child. There's nothing wrong with being a child. I'm a big man child. <laughs> okay, well, I'm talking about that, what what would uh, what's what's some of the games that you've been into lately? I know I, I hear you often talking about video games at work. Right now... I'm stuck with playing Black Flag because it was free on Xbox. Mm-hmm. So I started playing it. I never got into Assassin's Creed, but holy crap, it's like Grand Theft Auto, but you're a pirate. <laughs> so that's all. I'm just pillaging booty everywhere. See, I was a huge fan of uh, the first Assassin's Creed, the second mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed, and the whole Ezio uh, storyline. Yeah, I don't know the whole storyline. I just like playing as a pirate. And I'm kind of catching the ideas. What's going on in the background in the story? <clears throat> I'm just choking on a peanut butter cup. Mm. That is professional radio. <laughs> eating, eating on a microphone. <coughs> oh my god. That's okay. Uh, yeah, it's, it's 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 cool as hell. But right now, I'm thinking about doing you know kind of like what you're doing, um, twitching. And I kind of like the idea. It's like people are making money off of this. And that, I was kind of wondering, why do people do this? It sounds stupid. And then uh, Jimmy Kimmel got busted for saying that, like, from the internet. And, like... What did he say? Yeah, Jimmy Kimmel, he's the right one, right? He's the one that uh, does, like, the fake memes, uh, fake viral videos. Fake viral video, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy Kimmel. So he, uh, he started this chaos where he's like, when YouTube started their channel for gaming, so now it's kind of like Twitch, where people can broadcast their stream and talk right. and play video games. He's like, this is stupid. Like, why would people watch other people play video games? Like, this is the dumbest thing ever. And then, like, I was kind of on that same boat until I started watching, and then I understood. Sometimes you just, when you're, like, messing around in your house, you like to have a little bit of background or just watching people and connect, and they just—they're just playing video games, and that's what we used to do back in the day. Just sit there in the living room playing video games with our friends. Right. So these people start turning into those friends, like PewDiePie, <laughs> freaking PewDiePie. Yeah. And so, yeah, one people are doing it for money, 
that's I don't think that's the way to go. You just kind of do it just for fun, and that's how you connect with people, which is I think is more valuable than money. But money's good too. <laughs> money like a, is good. Yeah, it's not like strippers go out and they're like, I just do it to talk to people. <laughs> no, they're doing it for the money. But um, but this is like you're doing it without your clothes, taking off your clothes, which you know I might change that when I start twitching. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's I think that would be kind of cool because I started thought about doing it and doing it kind of like you know like this and then do a little show with it and bring some people and just talk. I might invite Ellie, even though she doesn't play games. But, but uh, you know that's that's a very good uh, you know idea. There's the people are I mean people there is a need for it because people are using it. So yeah, it's it's why not why not use it? And I can do my point of view. So it's like I got a different way to take it where I'm going to be like. I think we definitely learned from this podcast so far. You have a different point of view than most. Yeah, and I don't care what people think. And that, I think and I've noticed a lot of people when they go online, their twitters and their Instagrams. That there's a lot of people doing the whole hey look at me. I just kind of do that naturally. It's not like I want attention. I just kind of just, I just say things out loud like an idiot. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I like connecting with people. But I don't like how some people online are doing the look at me, blue, 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 blue. I'm a good Samaritan. It's like no, you're not. Like uh, I, I, okay, this is gonna. I'm gonna get edgy now. The whole Paris attacks thing. Um, I've been kind of reading some uh, twitters where people are like. I, I'm gonna bless. There's actually a comedian that said the same thing. It's like, oh, I, I, my hopes and prayers are for those people. It's like they don't. You don't give a crap. You don't know anybody in France. You're basically saying, look at me. I care about something. It's like uh, I don't think Twitter helps. You should do something <laughs> if you really give a shit. Like you go, should do something. Go over and fight ISIS. Oh, that's uh, that's a something. That's yeah. an extreme. Yeah, go or fight. Do something to fight against ISIS. Right now, I'm signing up for Anonymous. I'm gonna hack them. Oh, are you? I don't know anything about hacking. <laughs> but I'm, gonna, I'm gonna wear a guy fucking mask and, and be like, I'm getting you, ISIS. I'm gonna send you porn, <laughs> gay porn. I don't know. They might like gay porn. I don't know how their religion I, works. I don't know. I don't know how. No, yeah. ISIS is retarded. So yeah, I mean. You you could go that direction, or you could just you know donate money or time to relief. Yeah, I don't know. Buy like you know cans of spam for ISIS. <laughs> Send it to them. Yeah, let's all here. Let, let it be airdropped on them. Yeah, it's all here. Here's a care package for your freaking great fight. I bought you pork meat. <laughs> pork you... meat. Yeah, because they love pork apparently. <laughs> Well, okay, so Black Flag, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. I don't oh, yeah, know. I went on a tangent there. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, so setting up your own Twitch account. I mean, uh, how far are we on you on doing this? I'm trying to find a way, the best way to distribute. Um, I do have a Twitch account open, but I haven't done any broadcasting yet. But if you look for Angry Nin, Nin? that's my channel. Nin. Angry, N-I-N, kind of like Nine Inch Nails, okay. but it's not based on Nine Inch Nails. Okay. That's also my, my Twiddle. Twitter handle angry nin angry at angry nin so yeah um just kind of throw my handle there if you guys want to follow me and watch all my oh stupid pictures of my dog on the internet because i'm boring <laughs> that's my life it's just boring <laughs> i think uh you're anything but boring you're way too much things going on i i every every week at work i hear you doing something different so i'm that's why I thought you'd be an interesting person to be on the podcast. It's all the, it's all the drugs. It's, all okay. the drugs that keep me going. I don't know if it's the, you want to admit that there's mm-hmm. drugs and stuff. Are there any coworkers listening to this? Uh, I, there could be. Really? Want to do some lines of coke? No, really? I don't do coke. Really? Yeah. Coke is crazy. <laughs> I should do some weird shit. Watch, I'm going to be doing drug tests like in a couple weeks. I think you will. I probably end up having to get a drug test too now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, I think I better finish all my coke before I lose that chance. Here, come here, dog. Give me that. You're funny. Want to do some coke, dog? <laughs> no, you can leave my dog alone. Yeah. I like jokes about cocaine. <laughs> well, what hey. other? I mean, other than Black Flag, are you playing anything mm-hmm. then? Or do you, what else I, do you I'm plan on having on oh, yeah. Twitch? I'm still obsessed with Battlefield. I, I love Battlefield. Because one is like, I can't play Call of Duty, because that's just a run-and-gun game. Mm-hmm. I like games with teamwork. Kind of okay. like that same thing I'm going back, like, you know, making communications with people. Well, right now the big thing is Battlefront. 
Battlefront influenced the old Battlefront games made by LucasArts was influenced influenced Battlefield as making these certain classes and like how teamwork and all this incorporation of like how to strategically take on the Battlefield. So they came out with a new Battlefront. It's been like what over ten years since they made the last one, and it's nothing like Battlefield. That's what we were expecting. They made it so basic that it kind of broke my heart. It looks beautiful, but it's. I want to play it, but I can't. I can't play this game. Because I want it to be more strategically honed in as, like, Battlefield was. Or even the original Battlefront. But now it's just... It's it's, it's turned into a, a run-and-gun game. I did read... Uh, well, I guess I read a, a headline to an article hmm. earlier this week where they said... Uh, the guy proposed that uh, if it wasn't for the nostalgia factor, would anybody really like Battlefront this time around? Yeah. That's what it is. But the thing is, it looks... Man, it's so damn realistic. It, it it throws me off. Because sometimes I just sit there and just look at the landscapes, and then I get shot in the head, and <laughs> Darth Vader comes by. And... I mean, I, I personally, I haven't played it, so I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I mean... It's good. It's super good. But I wish they made it more like Battlefield. But the thing is, pe- I think they made it for people who don't play Battlefield. And so they like anybody can pick it up and play it. But they think I think they should remake it more hardcore for Battlefield players. So then they can get the classes and like the medics and the engineers to go in there and like fix whatever's broken. And the other thing I don't like like the previous ones. If you see a vehicle, you can just run up to it, jump into it and use it. This one here you can't do that. You gotta go find little tokens and stuff. Mm. It's not... I like that immersed feeling where you're jumping into a vehicle like Battlefield. You see an Abrams tank, you jump inside that Abrams tank and it goes and it sounds just like an Abrams tank. And so when I play that game with my veteran buddies, we hear this... We get all tripped out using actual terminology on each other. Mm. Flick left. (laughs) We need suppress fire. And then we get some idiots going here. Suppressing... What's this guy doing here? Uh, my dog uh, has to keep... He has to be distracted or else he just goes around making lots of noise. He's got um, He's a little attention whore. He is. He's needy. <laughs> he... Just like my dog. <laughs> uh, How about you? What games do you play? Me? Uh, it's been a while since i played any video games. Um, I'd say the last thing I played was... Uh, Assassin's Creed Unity? Oh, I heard that wasn't good. Eh, I didn't get I didn't get very far in it, so I don't know. Hmm. It, I I did I heard the same that there's a lot of bugs with it, but uh, I, like I said, I hadn't gotten that far. Yeah, there was this girl I was talking to GameStop. I like talking to gamer girls because you got those other gamer girls like oh, I'm a gamer girl. I play Farmville and and and, and Tetris. It's like you no, know, I like the crazy ones that are just kind of like. Brr. I'm gonna go play some Battlefield. <laughs> They're like I love Assassin's Creed, and they start talking about the story. Oh man, I spit here. And so I, I was at GameStop, and I was talking to this girl, and I was like, yeah, I just started playing Black Flag, and she's like, oh, like she made a guttural grunt, like, oh, I love that game. And then she started talking about all the other Assassin's Creed, and she's like, this one was cool, this one was cool, but when this one came out, it was all shit. And then, then she talked about Unity, and she's like, I don't know what the fuck they were doing with Unity. And like, she was a cute little Mexican girl, but then she turned all, I don't know why I'm doing a redneck voice, but I don't know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> it was Obama and his healthcare. And she just went all freaking redneck on me. I was like, wow, you really love Assassin's Creed. And so every time I see a gamer chick, I'm like, good job. That's a, that's I, I, that's what's something you can find about video games is that people really get into the franchises. When they get into the franchise, they really get into them. Yeah. You know, they, they drop a lot of money. I mean, look at... Call of Duty, they comes out a new Call of Duty game just about every year, and it's same with Assassin's Creed at this point, and maybe even Batman Arkham Asylum now. That game Those Arkham good. games are... I played that this past summer, and holy crap, I, I just wanted to escape reality, and that was the perfect, like, place What's, to go. Is that the, uh, Arkham, the, the Arkham Knight? Arkham Knight. God, that game is so good. Man, I loved it. I did get around to playing it. Man, it's just even watching it. Like, right now with these new next-gen consoles, it's like everything looks so freaking perfect it makes me wonder what's gonna happen in the next few years it's like it's gonna just look so damn real we're just we're gonna blow our minds away <laughs> and then we're gonna gotta have like the, the oculus rift i'm buying that thing oh or, i would love to have an oculus rift whenever. and then uh oh actually i'm also saving up for a playstation 4 and playstation 4 came up with their own version where 
you put your virtual reality goggles on and say, that's that's what I'm looking for next. And so, oh yeah. And the only other reason right now I want to play a PlayStation 4 is for Street Fighter Five. It sounds stupid. I've known for a long time that you've been a, you're a huge Street Fighter person. God, I love Street Fighter. It's the only reason I play video games. It all started because I was like a, a little. I, well, how old was I? Thirteen, I think I was thirteen, and my mind was already that perverted stage. And I just saw this little like cute booty ass flying across the screen. And I'm like, <laughs> what is that? And I got up to the screen. It's like that's was it Chun Li. Fell in love with Chun Li, <laughs> and I was right there. And there started the first a yellow, a little bit of yellow fever. I got yellow fever there. <laughs> yeah, it took it took many years until Capcom made a black character that I fell in love with, but she was kind of boring. Oh, she, she just yeah. I was like, nah, that makes them awesome. But Cammy, Cammy's another hot one. I like watch. Oh yeah, you were t- we were talking about this earlier. You said that you wanted to date a cosplay chick. <laughs> I did say that. Yeah. Okay, so would there be, like, a type of cosplay chick that dresses up as a certain character? Is this a fetish, or is this an actual interest? <laughs> I would say, it's, I don't know, I guess it would be an interest, because it's not, it's not a, a certain character that I'd be interested in. I think really? it would be more of the idea that they put in the work to create this character, and then they stayed within character while... while it's uh, like, hey, baby, can you dress up like One Punch Man for me? I'm really <laughs> into that. I have no idea what that is. One Punch Man? I think... Uh, it is like the greatest anime right now. And see, that's where I, I get lost in the geek culture. I don't know much about anime at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so whenever like there's you see cosplayers do anime stuff, I, I usually don't understand it. I, I, I'm more of a comic book person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Even uh, video games. Since I kind of brought that up with the anime thing, I can share this with whoever's listening. Whoever is interested in anime... Um, Anime has been given a certain stigma for, like, just weird people. <laughs> but because it's like there's some anime, it's just, just so fucking weird. It's like, why would I bother watching this? But there's some other anime that are just, it's just so damn cool. It's like, it's actually, it's works of art. One is Cowboy Bebop. Um, Cowboy Bebop, anybody can love this. It's a space opera. And they're, they're what, what the hell are they? They're, they're hitting, not hitmen. Assassins? No, 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 no. When when someone's wanted a bounty, a bounty, bounty hunter. hunter. They're bounty okay. hunters in space. God, I was thinking about like, what happened to my uncle? <laughs> when my uncle got picked up by those guys when I was a kid and they messed me up for my life. Um, yeah, bounty hunters, pick them up, beat the crap out of people. Um, but yeah, it's that's what Cowboy Bebop's about. Yeah, and the thing is, the the whole series is built around the music, and it's all done by some type of um, it, jazz. Uh, acid jazz like if you like jazz like this they made it so freaking cool as hell it's like watching a space more space noir space opera it is it's cool as shit okay well anyways there's that and if you like metalocalypse on adult swim there's a show called detroit metal city where it's about a kid where he's a musician and he loves playing pop music but he's not good enough to play pop music, so he got a job working for a band, writing music for a metal band. And it is like death rape metal. And yeah, it, like the lyrics are hilarious. And he's trying to struggle with this life that he wants to be a pop artist, but he's the number one metal band in Japan. Okay. And they actually made a live action movie about it, and Gene Simmons was in it. Really? Yeah, and the music is actually awesome as hell. And like, there's this one song called uh, Satsugai Seo, and it just means murder. Murder. <laughs> and he's just saying it over and over again. Murder, murder, murder. But yeah, it, it, and it's funny as hell. It's like Metalocalypse. And then what else is there? One Punch Man. And I believe it's, when you watch it, it's like it's making a satire of like current anime that made anime seem so like dumb. Like Dragon Ball Z. It takes like three episodes to get through a storyline just because they're just sitting there talking to each other and fighting and this guy he just he, the reason he's called one punch man is because he can kill somebody with one punch and he's just bored he wants to fight somebody that can actually beat his ass and so when you see him you got these people after him he's like yeah big deal yeah you're tough that's cool and then the guys get insulted it's like oh how dare you disrespect me i'll kill you and he's like oh that's cool i'm gonna go get get some coupons here for my grocery shopping you're like how dare you and so and he's like fine i'll punch you 
And then he gets, then he's all sad. It's like I just killed this guy with one punch. So does it? Does he have to like put effort into the no, punch? No, he just goes. Poof. He just punches him. He has no effort. He's bored out of his mind. So if he were to slap him, uh, there's this one part of the show that I thought was funny where he there was a ninja trying to attack him, and he accidentally just turned like he just turned around by accident. And actually, just kind of nut check them. You know when you when somebody gets to your attention, you're like, "What?" and you uh-huh. slap them by accident. Right. Well, that's what he does. He accidentally slaps them in the nuts. But he happened to have a closed fist. Yeah, and so he the guy's like on the ground, like going, "Oh, how dare you!" He's like, <laughs> he's like "Oh no, I'm sorry. That was an accident. I didn't mean to." I just. But it wasn't someone that was trying to kill him. Yeah, it was somebody trying to kill him. So it, it's like it's a comedy and it's a satire for anime. Right. For all the animes that like you know. Pokemon or Dragon Ball Z where it's like it just carries on it's just like nope straight to the point this is just it's a big fucking joke and I love it oh <laughs> uh, maybe I'll have to give this a, a check out because yeah. like, like I said I, I don't know much about anime but and there's another one Shin Chan okay it's another show it's ridiculous and it's the most ugliest cartoon you'll ever see but the it's so damn fun. it's like family guy but an anime drawn shitty style <laughs> yeah, so that one I recommend I won't get into that one. It's, it's a long story. <laughs> I don't know what the hell it's about, but it's just weird. But yeah. What? Uh, what? I mean, you were saying earlier about uh, Mockingbird or Mockingjay Part Two. You went and saw that. Yeah. Uh, did you watch the other movies in the series? Yeah, I did. All the other movies were cool. It was. I mean, but we... I, I don't. I have never read the books. Okay. But knowing how stories are told, and even knowing how history is told. It's like, this is a story about an empire falling. And this last movie is about the fall of this empire and how they're going to clean it up. It's slow and boring. <laughs> Just like in real life. Like, after the fall of the German empire, or after the fall of the Nazis, after that, things got boring. People wanted to talk. They're like, let's see how we can make things better. It's like, and they were talking about how are we going to... It just... It's what I expected. It was like this movie is going to be so boring because they're trying to figure out the rest of their lives. So, yeah, that's well. I mean, uh, oh, that's interesting. Take I haven't seen it yet myself. Uh, so, uh, Jennifer Lawrence that, is hot. Uh, she is. She's got boobs. <laughs> she does. And moles that kind of lean down. And you're just kind of like I can't stare at her straight in the eyes. If she were my friend, I would be a horrible friend. <laughs> I'd be trying to get her drunk all the time. Oh, well, okay. So, Jennifer Lawrence, when you're listening to this, just know uh, you I might not get, want to be friends I, with Brian I want Michael. to get her so drunk, I want her to be cute and vulnerable. <laughs> no, actually, you know what? Every time I do watch a Jennifer Lawrence movie, I get a, I do get dreams about her. And it's almost the same type of dream where we're going out getting drunk. And she's just yelling at people. Like, that guy, yeah, I used to work with him with this one show. He's like, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> and I did have this one dream where she drank all my scotch, and I was just pissed at her. And I'm just like yelling at her. I was like, this, this was nice scotch. Why would you drink all this? You don't drink this. It's like, well, fuck you. She's like, giving, I can't remember what she said, but she's like doing the, like the crazy silver linings, like head bob. Like she's giving me that. Yeah, so I get weird confrontational dreams with Jennifer Lawrence not the dreams that I do really want it's like we're just angry friends that is incredible I don't think I've ever heard anybody talk about having... now when I think about that I don't like her I just want to punch her right in the head <laughs> well okay wanna... more evidence Jennifer Lawrence that you should not hang out with I Brian Michael Falcon punch Jennifer Lawrence Falcon punch yes <laughs> so uh, you heard about the new uh, was it Smash Brothers game coming I'm... out yeah yeah. They're going to have Cloud in it. I'm not a big Smash Brothers guy. Because like oh. I said, I'm a Street Fighter guy. And then I go, I actually go to Street Fighter tournaments. Okay. Um, and I watch the Evo uh, tournaments online where it's like it's a big world tournament for Street Fighter. And yeah, they throw Smash Brothers in there. But I'm old school. It's like I watch Smash Brothers and I'm like, eh, there's Pokemon in here. <laughs> I, can't, <laughs> I can't take it seriously. I like the old school Ryu and Ken and of course Chun-Li because that's her fault. And yeah, so that's her fault. It's her fault. That I'm, I'm into it. <laughs> oh, okay. And then of course, Mortal Kombat followed, and then Killer Instinct, King of Fighters. Those those are like the traditional fighter games. Yeah, I think the point where it starts getting where it gets cartoony, where I can get used to it, is probably Marvel versus Capcom. 
and it's still cartoony for me. Okay. Where it's like, I can't play it too much. And plus, I might get an epileptic seizure because so much crap is flashing in your face. But yeah, Smash Brothers, that's what it is. It's a big epileptic seizure for me. <laughs> and like, I guess I'm, that's my level of old where it's like, I don't understand what's going on here. <laughs> I want you kids playing. This is Smash Brothers. Well, I mean, that's an interesting look at it. I mean, maybe it's with the, the younger crowd or the, the newer game players that play yeah, Smash they Brothers. Get. They need the flashy. It's like my, my other nerd. Well, okay, well, actually, Magic the Gathering has existed like forever. But. When I used to play Dungeons and Dragons, there was a place we go to Fan Quest. Have I heard of it? Yes. Yeah, I heard go, of it quite I would, well. I go to Fan Quest and you know buy my comics there and play my role playing games there. And then all of a sudden, someone shows up with a box of cards and starts playing Magic. And I tried doing that, and I'm like, no, <laughs> no, I don't understand this. I don't understand how you tap your mana. Uh, I don't know. I tried it, and I was just like, I was angry. That was weird. I, the magic was a was a very easy transition for me because I also played D anD D, and I just thought it was a it was a natural progression. Nope, I'd rather play bones with my cholo friends. See, there's that one other side of me. It's like I I can get freaking nerdy as hell, but then I had my my cholo friends where it's like. You know, they judge me. Say, "Hey, you go hang out the nerds again, man." He's like, "Yeah, are, are we gonna play dominoes? Let's are we gonna do drugs." <laughs> I know none of my cholo friends will listen to this because you know they're in jail. Oh well, I love them all. They have access to computers in jail. They could, I think so. so. Can they? All right. Well, I will distribute this. <laughs> they're gonna be like, "He's talking shit about us, man." <laughs> You were playing dominoes and all kinds of stuff. I spades. I haven't played spades in forever. That was another thing. I don't think I've ever played spades. Yeah, it's something that all my thug friends would play. There was a point where I had this really best friend growing up. Like He had his nerdy side, too, but he was hanging around in this crowd. He was going to West Side. I don't know if you remember that gang back in the 90s. There was West Side and Naked City and Soma, like all the gangs around here. And so... <laughs> He was going to get jumped in the west side. And so he got jumped in. He was in the gang. And then so I was hanging around with him and some of the other homies there. <laughs> and so they were like, kind of, they tapped me in the shoulder saying, hey, man, you want to hang out with us? We got to jump you in. I'm like, well, I got to go play D&D. So, <laughs> so I went off. Yeah. It, like, I see. I think that's a great alternative to being jumped in. Go play some D&D. I was D &D. Still cordial with them, but I was going to be like, I ain't jumping in, but I'm still I'm cool with you guys. Just, I I don't know. Gangs and Yuma. <laughs> Gangs and Yuma are a joke anyways. I mean, there's some dudes that have a job or business here that goes beyond to just being part of a fucking gang. Or like they're probably dealers or something. Most of them are just a bunch of kids running around with fucking dickies. <laughs> yeah, they ain't doing anything. Uh, other movies that you've enjoyed in the last year? Man, I want to see Spectre. I haven't seen that one yet. You haven't a, seen it yet? I'm I... a big James Bond fan. Okay. But I'm really interested now because hearing Daniel Craig in that one interview where it's like, hey, how was it like to do James Bond this time? And he got pissed. I was like, I'd rather fucking slit my wrist with this piece of glass here. And I was like, what happened? It's like, I thought every British guy would love to be uh, James Bond. It's kind of like... I think at this point, though, it's just, he's done his four movies and he's just ready to move on. Yeah. You know. I did my thing. I'm out of here. Yeah. But the thing is, he's iconic in his own way. Sean Connery is going to be James Bond for anybody that remembers him. And then, what are the other ones? I don't know. It's Roger Moore, yeah. George Lazenby, yeah. Timothy Dalton, and nah. Pierce Brosnan. And Pierce Brosnan, he, I think, for me, he's another Bond I can connect to because I grew up with him. And, oh, video games, Goldeneye. <laughs> Golden Eye, yes. yeah, and that, and like, hearing from other girls like, oh, he was the pretty Bond, and I couldn't take that seriously. He's like, no, I. And then Daniel Craig showed up, and it was like, holy shit, <laughs> nothing like how how he was written in the book. He's supposed to be dark hair with blue eyes, but now he's a blonde dude, but he looks haggard. Like he, <laughs> this James Bond is like the most realistic I've ever seen. It's like anybody who's ever worked in any kind of like field where you're going to be dealing with combat. He looks like he's been out in the shit. Mm -hmm. And he, does, he has that dead stare where he's like, I, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he looks like a legitimate type of person I would see. Out. That's, what, that's what, completely what I enjoyed about Casino Royale. I thought, uh, to me, Daniel Craig is the best James Bond. I, I've never been a big fan of the yeah. 
of Sean Connery and Pierce Brosnan was my first James Bond, just like you were saying. Yeah, that's true. Because you know, yeah, because it was more realistic in a way. Because like I've in the military, I've actually dealt with the CIA and I've seen those guys. Some of them are a bunch of goofballs, but there's always that one guy that was previous Navy SEAL or something like that, and they have that stare, like they've been in prison forever, where you know they've seen and done shit. Mm-hmm. And Daniel Craig does that prison stare where he's seen and done shit. And I think I, I haven't seen the last movie he's in, but I think he's going to have that stare long enough where he's going to be like, I'm fucking done being James Bond. I'm done. I was driving around in these fancy cars, making out with hot bitches. I'm done. I'm done with this life. And it's like, all right, dude, whatever. Yeah. It was strange to hear him go on that little rant. I think it's, it's more of the, he's done with being James Bond and, he doesn't want, you know, I mean, if I imagine if the studio really wanted him, they could throw out a whole bunch of money, but he doesn't want that to have to come to that. Whoever the next James Bond should be, I think it should be an American. Really? Yeah. That's a very controversial view. Well, here's the thing. Every, uh, it, okay, in the United States, what franchise characters that people superly want to be? Batman, Superman, which is a British man. Uh, all three of them. Well, Batman, oh, yeah. last Batman was Welsh. Yeah. The, what the fuck. Last Superman is British. No, these are Americans. Spider Man was also British. We we need we need an American James Bond just to make it fair. <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> See, I, th- I I mean, I I think honestly, you should just go to whoever's the best suited for the role. It Dude. doesn't matter what their nationality is or what. They Somebody should themselves. have rang the bell and said the redcoats are coming, dude. <laughs> they're they're taking our jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking British people. Uh, <laughs> but that's you know it's it's interesting. There could I, I I don't see why there couldn't be an American actor to play James Bond. It's more than likely. Who would you pick as an American actor to be James Bond? American actor to be James Bond? I have no idea. God, I don't, I don't know right who now. would be who would be a good. Are there any good suit? American? Ryan Josling. Oh. <laughs> yeah, weirdo. I don't know. I, I really don't know. And he's Canadian. Bradley Cooper. Uh, Bradley Cooper, he's a star, so that could work. Yeah, he's stupid. Jennifer Lawrence would be in there. <laughs> well, only if it was directed by David O. Russell. Oh, man. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, yeah. Who else is there? No, I can't think of any dark-haired characters. So you'd keep him darker. You wouldn't go with yeah. Blonde. You have to be the tradi- like from the book. That was the one thing the that bothered about Daniel. Ian Fleming. Yeah, that's the one thing that bothered me about Daniel Craig. He was cool, but it was just like, uh, I mean, I, I, I reacted the same way like in Blazing Saddles when they got a black sheriff. <laughs> I was like, what a black sheriff? I'm like what a blonde James Bond? Hell no! <laughs> uh, I remember before Daniel Craig was picked. Uh, a name being thrown around, and I'm pretty sure he's American. Julian McMahon. Who's that? Uh, did you ever see a show called Nip Tuck? Oh yeah, he was Doctor McNamara. Yep. So I mean, that's uh, that's an American actor. That'd be kind of cool. And then we'll, we also get a bunch of us. Oh wait, we have an Australian playing, playing a Canadian Wolverine. That's right. Yeah. So the one thing. Oh, I'm looking for. Everyone's looking forward to this. Deadpool. And he's Canadian, and he's playing Canadian. a Canadian. It was like he was made for this. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is I made to play Deadpool. If yes, Ryan I agree. Reynolds is committed, he should just go ahead and get cancer. <laughs> and a healing factor. And a healing factor. <laughs> get, be committed. Because he's been super committed to this. Sh- to, to he Deadpool. has for a very long time. Man, how cool would it be to be like, hey guys, I did this for the fans. <laughs> I got cancer. I got cancer. <laughs> um, that would be very... Interesting for, I do it for the fans, <laughs> which I'm happy. I'm happy that Ryan Reynolds. I mean, he wanted to do it for the longest time. Then he got uh, chosen to be in Green Lantern, and that didn't quite work out for him. Yeah, it didn't work out for all of us. It, it, it you know, it almost. I, I, I personally felt like it almost killed his career. There's not there. He wasn't getting very many roles. I like Ryan Reynolds. I, I like him, him too. I want him to be my friend. <laughs> him and Jennifer Lawrence, but yeah, it's like I want. Well, see you don't him. want Jennifer Lawrence to be your friend. You want to punch her in the face. Yeah, I just want her. Don't touch my booze. <laughs> and then, yeah, if I want to see Ryan Reynolds and more stuff, because like when he came out for Waiting, it was like holy crap. That was that was me when I was such a great character, right? Well, that was me at the Hunter Steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, everything in that movie, Waiting, is. True to the fucking T about Wade Staff. You do not fuck 
with people who touch your food. This and this is, is why I tip big. I mean, I'm just be like, thank you. It's like I, I look at it as like I got a gun held to my head. And I just want prime rib. It's like, oh, you're, oh thank you. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Horseradish? Oh, thank you. All right. Oh, you're really good. Thank you. You got to treat them super nice. Because, like, I remember when I was there, if someone was a dick to me, you're fucking getting it. I don't give a fuck who you are. <laughs> I am really grad- glad that you're not in uh, weight I was there, anymore. Man. I was there. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I try to treat. Uh, wait staff really well as well and tip over as as much as I can but yeah I'd be afraid of people actually doing stuff to food never the last job I had where I was customer service stuff was Starbucks holy crap ah man I'd never do it again that's when that was it and the only time I did it I was working for a production company in Chicago and they didn't have insurance Starbucks, if you work part-time, dude, you get full benefits part-time. And now it's cool. Starbucks is a kick-ass place. The people who go to Starbucks can suck a dick. <laughs> and so I hope a, anybody a great who's company, but this, bad customers is what you're saying? Yeah, and, and anybody who's listening to this are those people that orders a mocha latte should be punched in the face. Because there is no such thing as a mocha latte. What's a, a mocha latte? I don't even... I don't drink oh, okay. coffee. Okay, all right, so... You got a latte, which is basically steamed milk with coffee shot. Okay. Well, a mocha is basically the same shit. (laughs) (laughs) Just with whipped cream and chocolate on it. But for some reason, it's like one of those weird pet peeves that baristas have. It's like, don't call it a mocha latte. It's just called a mocha. This is a latte. And and they they train you to be that nitpicky where you turn into a... a, I'm burping here. Uh, I'm forgetting words. Pretentious. You turned into a pretentious coffee drinker, which I turned into. Like a coffee snob. Yeah, I was a coffee snob. They train you to be a coffee snob. And you're like, oh, this has a buttery taste. That's your bullshit line for anything. If you go to a wine, oh, buttery taste. And I don't know what a buttery taste is like, except for popcorn and butter. And butter. And that was the way I passed everything. This has got a buttery taste. They're like, good job. Oh, all right. But yeah. My favorite customer at Starbucks was his cowboy hick, which was surprisingly in the middle of Chicago. He had a cowboy hat, didn't talk. We just nodded at each other. The only time he talked was the first two times he showed up. He says, black coffee, dark. Like, All right, cool. Black Easy. coffee and dark? Yeah, just the, dar- the darkest brew coffee that we had. Okay. So we make that, give it to him, gives us his buck ten, and he walks away into the darkness. Because it was early in the morning. And that was like that was my favorite customer, and I always served him. He'd walk in, he would just nod, I nod, give it to him, he's fucking out. I'm like, I like that guy. He paid. He paid. Okay. Then you get some bitch with a Bluetooth, and you're like, hey, welcome to Starbucks, ma'am. And then she puts her finger up, and she taps her her Bluetooth, I'm like, you fucking bitch. (laughs) Can I say cunt? That's who she is. I love that word. Oh, I hated that woman. But anyway, she's always ordering a mocha frappuccino, double blurred, double blended with quad shot extra chips and all this other garbage and if you made one mistake she'd give you like a bitch fit and she's like, I want a new one and then she'll go to her bluetooth oh hold on one second <laughs> like, oh god I'm not in Chicago anymore so yeah whatever so whatever that's uh, that's what well, there you go that's always treat the people I was that I a disgruntled barista <laughs> after a while I wasn't smiling anymore but I had insurance <laughs> there you go. You had the health insurance. That was good. You know what? We've we've done an hour. So holy shit, I got more things to talk about. I, this well, is therapeutic. We will definitely be bringing you back at uh, some some time in the future. Uh, it has been very interesting. Weird. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys can Twitter me. So yeah, go ahead and give out your Twitter account again at angrynin. That's my Twitter. Instagram at uh, uh, Instagram is angry underscore nin. And I've never done any kind of show sitting on somebody's lap, so this was kind of interesting. Uh, well, you know, I don't often ask people to sit on my lap when they're recording, but you just felt comfortable, so... I don't know. I, I, like, I like you were just rubbing my back nicely. Kind of <laughs> oh, I'm glad that we could do this. You should let everybody know the behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah. do, you, do all your guests sit on your lap? <laughs> I'm going to say you're the first. Oh, okay. Oh. Might, is... might not be the last. I guess I should tell my therapist. 
Uh, so yeah, so every, everybody, you can check out me on Twitter. It's at agent underscore of the underscore bat. You can uh, follow Geek Elite Radio on Twitter at Geek Elite Radio. We have a Geek Elite Radio Facebook page and geekeliteradio.com is our website. You can check out our forums and check out all the articles that we either write or aggregate from other places. Oh, wait, wait. Okay, I got one thing I want to step in. I told a friend of mine that I would plug in her Twitch channel because she's awesome. Um, Look up Atomic Oracle. Atomic Oracle. Yeah, she's she's interesting to watch because people say she's like Michelle Rodriguez, who's kind of hot. And she's kind of funny. She's no bullshit. She likes to talk shit. She's a girl that cusses and drinks beer. So <laughs> I recommend if you watch Twitch, look up Atomic Oracle and enjoy yourself. Uh, there you go. Don't Ge- be too perverted with her because she will kick your ass. Geekly Radio, go to if you if you're on Twitch and you want to see an interesting gamer play her games, Atomic Oracle. Yep, that's her. But uh, I would say thank you to Brian Michael for being on this episode of Hey Mitch, and I hope that he will come back again. (laughs) But until next time, this has been Hey Mitch on the Geek Elite Radio Networks saying geek out. Yay. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.